It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Cull are here. Hello. It's it uh man, it's two days. Uh, it's, hot. So it's hot. It's so close. Fantasy. Fantasy, it's uh everyone's pretty much got theirs done. Uh are you happy? I'm very happy. You know, I'm I'm pretty happy. I, I gotta say, I think I had one last night as well. And even though I had the last pick. Of, of the of the draft I, I think i came out with a pretty i think i came out with a better team than when i had the seventh pick uh how so you, how did you do in that I'm quite excited year? um i didn't do it well at any of my leagues last year i blame my young child who was just born like a week before the season oh, so uh I, I'm heavyweight I'm, I, yeah i i'm putting the blame on him heavyweight um, on young exce- josh he's accepted he's accepted it he's accepted it and he's promised to do better so this year i'm a bit more reined in a bit more focused i'm gonna be hitting the waiver wires a lot more than i ever used to <laughs> i think last year i made like one claim i was just so tired by the time i even thought of someone it was too late well i'm glad that he's uh you know he's got his focus now as well i mean yeah. he's got his well, responsibilities he manned up he took responsibility like a man um so now it's my turn i gotta step up I uh, so I did a draft uh, last night as well, and 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 look, let's let's be honest that it's very important to have a good commissioner, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they kind of run themselves a lot of ways. In a yeah. lot of ways, to be honest with you, like once the league gets going, it's kind of all built in. Unless you got just a lot of people who just cause a lot of problems in your pool, there's always probably lots of leagues with just the worst. Luckily, the people I'm in the league don't really take it as serious as some people do okay so here's the here's the deal and i'm, I'm not going to name names but i'm in a 14 person league and it's a keeper league and you're allowed to keep five people and I, I i was five people i did i didn't want five people i only wanted two i had joe mixon travis etienne that's all i wanted i had like tom brady and you know a bunch of names yeah. people that were retired i don't want those so the commissioner's like well you got to keep five well so i i i, I only want two yeah, let's just do that and I finished dead last last year. Well, yeah, I was gonna say if those are your two keepers, it's, it sounds like your team is pretty bad. Well, it's a fourteen person league, so yeah. But that's you know Joe Mixon and Travis Etienne keeping those two to start a new league. I'm pretty good, right? Not bad. But I'm not first. Bad. Not bad. Not eh, not great. But I, I'm willing not to great. build. I'm willing <laughs> to build on it. I'm willing to build. Look, I got two running backs, but I'm starting the draft. You know, with two in. Some people might have five, fine, uh, but I'm first up. Now, for some reason, the draft, it got messed up. I was supposed to pick first. I end up picking 18th. And you're like, what's going on? Um, and the commissioner well, got the how, how, And the commissioner how got is the that even the thing? I know, I know, I know, right? And so for whatever reason, and the commissioner got the first five picks, and you're like, what's, I'm just watching this going on, going, is this a draft with the... Um, and then my first uh, pick is Bijan. Anyway, so I built the team. Eh, it's okay. It was graded a D. And then the commissioner emails everyone. It's like, oh, sorry. Like, we have to do it again. And it's like, well, uh, I messed up. It's like, well, now I got to do it again uh, tomorrow. Oh, my God. And it just sort of go on. Why, why can't you just put the same people in? I just but, remember uh, you know what? I was, like, uh, I was like, let's just go. You know, like, I'm fine with my team. It's 14-person league. And uh, screw you. Also, why do one, I, yeah, I watch one the way put up a stink and then the whole we've watched the way that auto draft goes, you know, when people auto draft. And the thing is, when you're drafting on your own team, 
the auto draft will choose like a, a kicker and a defense in like round eight and nine. Missing out. Yeah. If you're in a 10 yeah. person league, missing out on some great meat on the bone. There are some great that running backs. Cool. There are some great wide receivers, eh, backup quarterbacks, tight ends. Why do I want a kicker um, and a defense in round eight or nine? So that's why I don't want to auto draft. Anyway, uh, the fantasy, huh? Before the season I starts. I got to wake up. I got to wake up for one. I got one tomorrow and it's at 2 a.m. our time. You're going to so do I'm it. Considering, though. I'm considering going to bed at like nine. Wake up at two. It'll only take about an hour. Doesn't your child wake you up at like four anyway? Maybe. If he wakes up, maybe I can take him down with me. But well, you might as I well figure... just poke him and wake him up at that point and say, hey, get up now. Even, my... if I do, even if I do like 10 rounds, I could just like yeah. let someone else let the auto draft do the rest. Or you let the kid do so it. We'll... Put the we'll responsibility we'll on see. him. So That's I'm, I'm considering because I'm I don't really feel comfortable letting anyone draft my team. My brother, if I give him to him, he's just going to draft me a bunch of like random Bills or Raiders just because guys he like. He won't do it to try and build my team. He'll just do it because like he'll oh he'll think this is funny, <laughs> and then he'll pick that. And it's like no, it wasn't funny. There's nothing yeah. funny about this. Uh, yeah. So I feel like to take I have to wake up. It's like when the Raptors were in the NBA championship. You got to wake up. Was that, the game is at 2 a.m. I would go to bed at 9, set my alarm for 1.45. So I'm going to do that, I think. Yes, and it is and sage then advice. I'm ready for some football. Yes. Then I'm ready. We're all ready. It is sage advice, though, who you trust to set your lineups. Because some people, you're right. Like, you uh, can't trust anybody. Yeah, anybody. well, no. I will, if someone's like, uh, but some of the women, you just can't customize it anymore. Uh, it's Anyway, it's enough of fantasy. Let's talk about reality. Um, Jonathan Taylor, reality, and Indianapolis Colts. I guess they're working out James Robinson. Um, they said they're just going to run by committee. I think they get run over. I mean, they don't have the same old line. <laughs> I, mean, I think every yeah, um, it's going to be it's going to be wild. It's going to be fun just to kind of see what even happens with him during the year. Again, we're going to see injuries. He's a guy that could easily be picked up, but yeah, it's just like. Like I can't imagine Ursay is gonna make this good. Like yeah. like is gonna be the type of guy who like after he makes a mistake, like, hey, you gotta go apologize. He's like, I'll never I'll <laughs> sell the team before I apologize. So I I don't think he's gonna play this year. I think if you're especially if they let's say they start 0 and four, he's just mm-hmm. gonna be like, you know what? I've I got I got next year in me. Uh, maybe I don't destroy my get all those extra carries on me and I get another couple of years in the league. Yeah, it's like watching a really ugly divorce, and it's so bad because it's all communication, and you're just like, oh, you guys could fix it. Um, And, you know, he's willing to save a whale, but not willing to save a, wide, uh, a running back. And and so I bet you he'd be the first person if it was, like, switching to, like, robot players. Ursa is like, I'm in. Put it all in. Yeah. Robot players. He's Arr. probably building them secretly oh, in yeah. some lab. Yeah, but not really well. You know, like a really bad Tony Stark. Um, Cooper Cup, huh? He's uh, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of fantasy. Again, this is why you do the late draft exactly for this purpose. Pull on a hammy and a hammy. This is why, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go. No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah, man. I mean, like, well, he's gonna go see a specialist now. And like, for the fact that there's like a guy who's just like, I'm gonna dedicate my life to the hamstring. Mm -hmm. My favorite muscle in LA, there's no specialist. They have no okay. specialists. Call Deshaun any... Watson. He's Deshaun Watson's got probably many hamstring specialists on his on his Rolodex. Well, inner um, but... inner parts of the hamstring, outer parts. They're they're all they're all different massage different ways, Ryan. 
Um, yeah, and it's just so it's just to me as a guy who like, has him in in a fancy. <laughs> yeah, so again, so if you drafted him, probably like you know second, third round. Now you're looking like probably out the first four games. Like in fact, if you have to go find a specialist like one week before the game, uh, before the season, maybe or maybe this is all part of the plan where they just be shit and they want to get Caleb Williams and like let's just blow it up. Let's just. Sit Stafford, we'll sit Cooper Cup. We have no, we'll trade Aaron Donald maybe in the season. You know, definitely get some first round picks for him back because they've traded all theirs to like 2030, I mm-hmm. think, something like Pretty that. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, I, I think this could just be like you're watching what these college guys are doing and you're seeing this like strategic injuries that are coming, like people being like, oh, well, you know, this is a blown a hamstring getting out of the shower yesterday. So, we're going to sit him for another. And uh, because I think, I think the Rams know they're in big trouble and they're young and they have nothing really going for the next couple of years. So if they want to keep McVay, maybe they're like, just suck this year. We'll try and we'll trade up everything. and We'll get to Caleb Williams and then you're back. Yeah. I mean, the whole team seemed to be injured and just like hanging on. And it's, it just, when you see those images of burning man and like everyone's stuck, it's like <laughs> yeah. all these like influencers, it's like, Oh, we can't get out. It's all so horrible. It feels like the Rams. Um, yeah. In a way. Um, Except instead of mud, it's just shit. It is. It's covered in shit. And, but it's just injuries. And you sort of go, okay, even if you are a good star, there are, you know, what are they going to do? Gonna be, it's going to be ugly. I don't know. Like, we'll see what McVay, maybe he's just like, this is going to be my year where I just go, I'm just going to call some crazy plays and treat it like it's like Pop Warner. We just try to strip it for parts and try to get some draft picks back, you know? Well, just... that's what they need to do, right? They did sell their soul for a, a Super Bowl. And, but if you ask people, is it worth it? It's like, yeah. Like yeah. If the Bills had a Super Bowl and now two years later, they're shit again. I'd be like, it was worth it. You got to we'll go, OG, pimp my ride and uh, strip it down and, and pimp it out again. Get rid of all the dead weight. I mean, they've got enough talent that they could. And, and when people are pushing for the, the playoffs or looking going Aaron Donald or or anyone else, yeah, he's pretty much off. the only the only piece really they could trade is Aaron Donald, and he would definitely. But the thing is, he even talked about retirement this year, so it's like you're only really renting him, and you're probably going to retire. So, you know, you're not going to give up like two first round picks for him, even though it is Aaron Donald. You'll give up one. You'll give up a, one though. Well, you could get rid of Higby. Get rid of you know. Lots of stuff. There's lots of there's lots yeah. of meat on that bone. Too. There's going to be uh, many fire sales going on later uh, in this season. I think at the trade, it's probably going to be one of the craziest trade deadlines uh, of we've seen in years. Yeah, I think even more importantly, we should address this because you know two days before the games start, and uh, Chris Jones, Nick Bosa, and now yeah. Carolina's Brian Burns, who is a key part of that defense. Uh, are all holding out and all of them, you know, Brian Burns, I think is like 16 million. They're all going, Hey, final year, what's going on. Um, It's funny because for, for teams like that complain about like how important it is to have that, that pass rusher, that guy who gets you the big sacks when you need it. Like Chris Jones did that against um, like the Bengals last year and sacked Joe Burrow to end the game, Mm -hmm. put him in the Super Bowl, And it's like, he does all that. And you're like, yeah, we're not going to, pay you and it's like yeah. all you talk about is having finally you have someone like bosa who's player of the year who can get to the quarterback and they have a chance to pay him unless they're just asking for like 30 million a year and it's just like we can't do that but when you have brock purdy 
on a rookie <laughs> contract. It's like yeah. you have the money. You can front load it and give it to him. So, again, they are paying McCaffrey. They're paying a lot of people. But it feels kind of – it feels weird that to think that you're losing both teams with the best defensive player out. And there just seemed to be no urgency to settle this. And mm-hmm. it must just be – like I can see Bosa demanding crazy money because Bosa's just – wired differently so i can see him mm-hmm. being like i want 20 i want aaron donald money but chris jones i think just wants a little bit more respect i think he just wants close to aaron donald but not and i think the chiefs are just like now we got Mahomes. we don't need anyone else so we'll see again that's why we'll know in two days how bad that defense is because detroit has good enough offense that they can really do some damage yeah i, I think the real Question is, I mean, we talk about the money, and I don't know if it's crazy money, whatever, but the real influence, I think, in all of this is the locker room. Because these guys are all magnetic personalities. These guys are when when you're down or when you need to get people going, you look to Jones, you look to Bosa, you look to Burns. So when they're not there and you're like, well, they're not kind of being respected, there's a bit more murmurs, and you lose a bit more of that momentum and 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 also when you've got guys that you're playing on the line with a lot of the guys might be like really feeling slighted themselves you don't know how this infects oh i'm sure the culture of a 53 man squad you know so i'm um, sure there's lots of people the defensive coordinator is probably pissed like a lot of people's jobs depend on this guy being there mm -hmm. um are probably pissed so it's not an ideal situation but again it's just now the with all the money that gets thrown around the quarterbacks it's made it and receivers it's made it kind of be like everyone wants to get paid and not everyone could get paid and that's the problem when you have a good team is everyone wants to get paid and, and it's you gotta hard. make strategic that's why they got rid of Tyree Kill and they won a Super Bowl so I think they're mm-hmm. probably pretty confident in themselves being like we can pretty much do whatever we want as long as you got Mahomes and Reed I think you know We'll find another Chris Jones. That's probably what they're thinking. But no. silly. They should pay him. Uh, it's yeah, when a billionaire's like, I only have so much money, you know. But yeah. you well, know, no, it's more you get cap. it with a pay, it's, it's more... a cap, it's you get it with that. But it's it also comes down to, you know, maybe they need an AI to figure this out. That would be good. Instead the of the money ball, G- the algorithm AI is like, here's the perfect team that you need, although not in that voice. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's take a look. Uh, we look at our peaks, and and now we're we're getting into it. Ryan, I've got to I've got to do a week one preview quickly after this podcast, obviously. But this yeah. podcast, we're going to look first at the uh, NFC South, and then we're going to look at the West because we've taken a peek at each one, and and we're not giving records; we're just giving sort of uh, first to, to fourth. So let's start in the South, Ryan. Um, in the dirty South. This is now sort of a trash, uh, almost the trashiest one. We'll see if it if, if it rivals the AFC South as being. It's pretty bad. The, the official dumpster fire, um, and they should get a dumpster fire sticker or uh, something. Who do you, who do you got? The, fourth? All right. Well, fourth, I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. I just don't think they're a good team. I think you lost DJ Moore. You have a rookie. Um, again, you have Brian Burns, who's probably holding out, might not play. You have uh, Bryce Young, who's not really behind a great line, so he's going to be running for his life. And they got rid of DJ Moore, like their best pass catcher. And they have like, Miles Sanders, who's kind of hurt all the time. So it just, it just feels like a team that has no weapons. It gave up a lot to get this pick. So like the Bears are probably loving this because they're probably going to get another great pick next year. Um, 
Oh yeah, from, say that from again. Doing say this. it again, but slower. Yeah, so <laughs> because I I just think they're going to be bad and one of the worst teams. I think Frank Reich, unless like Bryce Young is just this like incredible talent that we haven't seen before, who could just make it work being as small as he is. Um, I don't know. I just can't. I think it's going to be a long season for Carolina, but this is what they wanted. They wanted to get their quarterback and then they'll figure it out from there. But it's it better work because it's like when you have a guy who's coming in like Bryce Young, you first overall pick and you give him nothing to play with. He better at least like flash brilliance. So you at least know, OK, let's get this guy some weapons so we can get this thing moving. But if he struggles all year. And you have nothing going, and then you lose your first round pick next year when you could have got him like Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a painful long road, I think, for the Panthers. New coach, new quarterback, no weapons. So I'm going last place. I I can agree with you on a lot of those things, but uh, I actually have Tampa Bay in last place, um, and it's only ugh, there's just so much again toxicity there. Uh, there seems to be with Mike Evans and and contracts. And talented wide receivers, but also gaps in the defense. I just can't see them being consistent. I can see them being consistently bad. Um, and, and in a division that's going to sort of get beat up, I, I would say take Carolina's defense uh, over them. Um, and I would take Carolina. Well, yeah. Uh, I know. But it, the way that Carolina performed last year, uh, and I think that Bryce Young is more capable in, in that one. So I've got Tampa Bay last. Um, which means I've got Carolina in third, but yeah, you can now go means, to your third. I got Tampa Bay, yeah, which is kind of, we just switched them. Yeah, I think, again, I think at least you have, there's a few things I don't like about Tampa. I don't really like Todd Bowles. I don't think he's a great coach. And I think he proved it last year when he took over and that offense just fell apart. They lost Ryan Jensen. And, you know, this is Baker's kind of last chance, it feels mm-hmm. like, like to, to be a starter. Like, he has to make this work, so... And I just think everyone's just kind of out on Baker. So they're all going to kind of go where he goes. But again, he does have weapons. You know, you still got Godwin Evans. You know, if Rasheed White could be good uh, running back coming out. Um, but again, I just think Baker's the kind of guy who just holds on to the ball for so long. Mm-hmm. And he gets sacked, takes lots of sacks, throws a lot of dumb, dumb balls up in the air. And I think with that offensive line hurting, bad coaching, and I just think an aging kind of aging team a bit even their defense is getting a bit up there it doesn't feel like this just feels like this is a team that again will be sellers at the at the and you could maybe even see by week six baker's not even playing they've gone to trask and then it's a battle again maybe they're just like we can get a great quarterback next year let's get it so i think everyone's gonna know where they are about six weeks in and then you're gonna start seeing some strategic tanking that yeah, they're not I, allowed to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, you're giving me all the points as to why I think they'll be the worst. Um, and, and that quarterback battle that if Baker does get rattled and taken down and admittedly has, you know, can get rattled and Trask knew, um, you know, then becomes just the, think, the battle yeah, of who could care less, you know. And um, uh, I think Carolina has- just has a bit more. I think it's, it's a one-win differential between the two. But... Or even a tie, but uh, you know they could have the same record. But I, yeah. I would say Carolina just has a bit more pip on them. And also with Frank Wright having the new coach, I think when we talk about the differential, we talked about you said about the you know the other podcasts, coaching. You know, you chose by coaching. I think Frank Wright now it's like screw you, you know, screw you, Ursay. I got a team, and 
and maybe they, you know, they they try to build something here. So maybe they they get a few surprising wins if they can get Burns back and get that locker room together and get that defense cooking like it was. It keeps them in games, you know. Yeah. Let's move to your second pick then. Uh, second place, I have the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I just did. I think I like a lot of what they did. I think they did, got some good pieces in the safety uh, at at in the secondary. I think their defense is going to be better. I think again with Bijan, if they could somehow get Kyle Pitts and Drake London, like they have a good young core right there. Those three. Plus, if Ritter can take any sort of step, the reason I don't put him first is because I really never even see Ritter play. So mm-hmm. at least with the Saints, I've seen I've seen Derek Carr. I know what he is. They have that defense at least. Um, Atlanta's still a bit of a mystery. Like we're still waiting for this Arthur Smith genius to show up um like drake london was really good but, but the thing i worry about too is just like is kyle pitts ever going to be the kyle pitts that everyone talks about like he had that decent rookie year and, and then second year knee injury so it hasn't really again he's got to kind of pick it up because he's not being the dynamic kind of weapon and again even they're going to be running it with Bijan, dumping it off it's just i think just going to be pumping the ball through Bijan robinson so um it's it's i think they're gonna have a shot for the playoffs and i think they'll probably maybe even get the last spot potentially but they're not ready for the division yet but if ritter takes that step then i think they got all the weapons to win that division easily i agree with you atlanta in second place but i have them to win the super bowl <laughs> no, just <laughs> um just because they're coming here and i want to to also uh, promote nfl uh, atlanta parties but uh yeah i agree with you there's a lot of uh, rookies and a lot of things like everyone's putting the hype on Bijan. We haven't seen him play in the NFL and yeah, you, you know, you, you can play well in college, but when you get rocked and you get shocked and it shocks your confidence and, or you don't have an offensive line like you used to in college that would open up these big gaping holes for you. Um, it well, gets tough. Scrubs yeah. and, you, and you get, and you get thrown a lot. So, um, I think also with Ritter, it's going to be it's that offensive line that worries me a bit. Um, and have they shorn that up enough? Have have they made have they made that strong? And the defense as well. I mean, if you get in a shootout, if you get down by fourteen, is Atlanta coming back? Yeah, I don't. Exactly. I don't know. Well, that's I, that's kind of what we're both saying. Atlanta is just yeah. a team full of, full of question marks that you don't know the answer to yet. And yeah. I think they have the potential to win the division, but they also have the potential to do like what Atlanta does and just find ways to lose terrible games and just like the last couple of years, they've been like absolutely the team to just blow some of the most weirdest games yeah. I've seen. And I'm not picking them anymore. I did. I, that's why I could stay away from my bets with them this year. Uh, you say that, but you years. still keep coming back. Like a I do. I do. Uh, so but not this week, not this, not this week. Well, we'll get into our picks. Uh, that means both of us have, the Saints. Tell us, tell everyone why. Well, I'm you... picking the Saints because again, I think they have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Um, they they play, they face like the defenses. There's actually still quite good. Still, has lots of really good pieces like you no know, Cameron Jordan, Lattimore, but they just have no. They don't. I think the hardest quarterback they play is like Trevor Lawrence, and they, mm-hmm. from that side, it's like you know Bryce Young. Their division, they play the AFC South as well, so they got you know that that put a bit of a dump fire division so it's just to me they're just going to be able to kind of cakewalk like kind of like 
Minnesota yesterday. You see him winning like 12 games mm-hmm. and then everyone thinking like, oh, it's look at New Orleans with Derek Carr. And then the first round of the playoffs, they get smoked. Yeah. Because it was all it was all their schedule, basically. Yeah. So I think Derek Carr is good. He brings in a bit of stability. Uh, he's Again, but we don't know if he shot. He was bad last year. And mm-hmm. we don't even know if he's going to be better than Dalton. Andy Dalton was last year. So to me, again, there's still a big question mark is – you know, they had Velave, got Kamara in a three-game suspension. Um, but I still think, again, in this division, they they have the best defense, so I'm going to take the best defense and the easiest schedule to, to win. I, I agree. <clears throat> easiest schedule. But you're, the, the thing about Derek Carr, he's a deep ball man. He loves to go deep. And you've got Olave, and you've got Michael Thomas. And no one, yeah, Michael Thomas, but... No one, you know, Ginger Ninja couldn't go deep like Carr does. He likes to force that ball down the field. So I, I like him. I, I think especially he's angry. I mean, he's just angry in this. Once you get Kamara back, um, this team could start rolling. I agree with you that they may not have it to go all the way, but they could throw some punches and, and hit some people on the chin in this one. So in terms of the New Orleans, yeah, I obviously I think they're they're going to go to the playoffs. Um, but I... I think that they can be disruptive. And also, if they get the defense and everything cooking, especially at home, woo, they they could be a lot of trouble for people. When they get that home, especially when, you know, New Orleans, they get a bit of a lead at home. Man, uh, it's something else. All right, Ryan, we're moving to the uh, uh, NFC West. The West. The West is the best. I don't know. The West is something. Uh, let's start with the toilet. Let's start with who you think is in fourth place and, and well, lay it on, I mean, honestly. It's, I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's the Arizona Cardinals. I think the fact that you have Josh Dobbs probably starting a quarterback when yeah, I think he won a raffle to be the quarterbacks uh, for for the Arizona Cardinals. But really, I think you're going to see him trade maybe Buda Baker. You're going to watch mm-hmm. them just get stripped down. They're not even trying. Like There was that terrible video of Jonathan Gannon trying to like pump up his team in the in, in the meeting. It was <laughs> yeah. it was painful to watch. It was absolutely and you're like, oh God, this is they're just being like, man, we are screwed. I think there's gonna be some absolute beatdowns. It's gonna be ugly. I think and then the problem is if you're gonna be that bad, like Caleb, a guy like Caleb Williams is gonna go number one, might look at that and be like, no, nah, I'm gonna stay in school. I'm not going, I'm not going to Arizona. Because they haven't been a good organization lately. They've been mm-hmm. They've they've been terrible, like they, especially with Rosen, then with Kyler, then they got what are they gonna do with Kyler? Are they just gonna sit him the, for the rest of the season, which I don't think they're gonna let him play, even. Um, but they made him captain. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe Gannon's like again, he might be one of those guys being like he could. They they did it with Wilkes, like one and done. Like he could be a one and done guy because it's it's just gonna be bad. They're gonna be unwatchable. I did, I stayed away from all card. I don't even think I looked at a cardinal at fantasy. If I saw the cardinal symbol, it just it did it just blurred out. Um, so they're going to be bad. They're going to be unwatchable, and they deserve it because they're they're a disaster right now. Um, I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, Arizona's yeah. horrible. The good thing I will say about Arizona is that especially if you join our DraftKings League, the NFL and London DraftKings League, is that every time that you play against Arizona, you you know you're probably going to get points. Um, man, they're not going to score a lot of points. I think the only way that Arizona Cardinals are going to get fans this season is that if they dig a tunnel from the border 
so that the migrants who come in, yeah, yeah, come that's in you should house them through the stadium, and they're like, oh, hey. But then they realize they're at a Cardinals game and they're like, yeah, and they go back and they go yeah. back. They're to like, where they came how from. far to the 49ers? They're like, oh, you don't want to go to San Fran. Unless you love. Now, we'll go back home rather than watch this Cardinals game. Yeah. Sorry, no. our mistake. We'll yeah, check. Out no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no. Sorry, Kyler. Oh, yeah. No. Um, James Connor. I think these are going to be their only shining light until they break them. It's going to be a yeah, toy that exactly. they use and abuse. And then by week six, he'll probably be done because they've just used him too much. Mm. yeah it's gonna be painful it's it's not gonna be enjoyable to watch luckily i won't be watching any. it'll be enjoyable if your team is playing them you know that's the only thing you'll be like hey we're gonna win this week let's go to third place who you got in third uh position well i got the rams i think we both probably have the rams the rams are gonna be bad as well especially now with Cooper Cup, so maybe they'll even be worse than the, if Cooper Cup Ooh. and then Stafford doesn't play. Yeah. It's like who knows, right? How bad it can get um, for the Rams. At least you still have Sean McVay. You still have a great coach, so like, there's no way he's going to be go from Super Bowl to worst record in the league. I think he has a lot of work to do, but I think he kind of probably likes the bit of the challenge. If Stafford can get back and be playing, at least like half of what he is, like, they got to at least pull off a couple wins, but. I just think they sold their souls for the Super Bowl and the, the receipts have been collected and now they got what they bought. And it's fine. They said they're happy. There's will be a year. Now they'll get their picks back. Maybe next year. I don't know if they have it next year, but the year after. But I just don't see, I, again, you have Cam Akers. If you have Cooper Cup out, it's like, who is who is he going to throw to? Like Jefferson? And Jefferson? It's just... Yeah. And Higby, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't bode with any confidence. And then Aaron Donald, who I think, if they want to get pieces back and they know it's bad, perfect trade guy. Go get him another Super Bowl so he can be one of the greatest of all time, even if he's already not one of them. So I'm going them third place, and it'll be like five wins tops, I think. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with you. It's, um, again, a, a beautiful new stadium that, you could probably put homeless people or, or migrants in. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's imagine the Rams playing the Cardinals uh, that game. I would rather watch like the oh, there's going to be a couple real housewives of justified or something. Uh, and it's and you're right. Like, what do they got? Uh, offensive weapons and like offensive weapons. You get Van Jefferson, who sounds like a '90s shoe. Um, or <laughs> I'm wearing my Van Jeffersons, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> but the Rams, yeah, again, strip it for parts. You know, what's going on? Um, and and Matt Stafford injured. Even if he plays, it's like I'm retiring. You know, like too old for this shit. He, he's yeah. uh, he's on his Murta. He's on Murta. He's ready. Uh, just waiting for the toilet to be blown up. Um, yeah, <laughs> around him. So let's go into your second place then in the West. Second place, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. What? I am I am gonna go. I am I am not a Brock Purdy believer in uh, that like everyone else. I, I need to see it for a full season. I saw I his face and see, I'm a believer. And again, if you have no Bosa, I think if he doesn't play until like week five or six, say he sits out, you could lose a couple. And and I think um I think you got Gino feeling himself. I think you got when you get Jackson Sister and Jigba back. That's gonna be a dynamic offense with him, Lockett. DJ Metcalf and Kenneth Walker. They've they've improved a bit. They've improved defensively. They're still not great, but 
their offensive line's getting a bit better. So to me, it just feels like um, with that's why I picked Seattle. But to me, it's just San Francisco. To me, it's all with Purdy. I just got to see this guy. He was the seventh round pick. Okay, like to think that he's magically going to put seventeen games together when we haven't seen Kyle Shanahan do this with a quarterback maybe ever because he gets them hurt because he makes them hold on to the ball for so long. Um, I just, I just feel like until I see, I just feel everyone's just loving San Francisco and I feel like it, it could fall apart if they have to switch from quarterback to quarterback and Seattle could just be kind of sneaky good and just take the division by one game. Like I just think Seattle's going to be better than I think a lot of people thought last year was a fluke and I don't think it's going to be. So I go with San Francisco number two. Pete Carroll, sneaky good, huh? Um, yeah, exactly. Sneaky, right? like Joe Biden. I didn't know that. Everyone was thought they're going to be one of the worst, the worst teams in football last year, and they ended up making the playoffs. And but Gino was t- amazing; got himself paid for the second half. They were good the first half, but what about the second half of the season? They faced real opponents. Yeah, they still listen. They still made the playoffs. They, 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 don't worry; they're going to be good. They're going to be. I, good. I, good I'm not worried. I don't think because I've got them in second place. I can't see yeah. Gino. Okay, no. I, I I can't see them uh, lasting. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously I've got the 49ers in first place. I, I under Pete Carroll, and he's the Biden of football. No offense to, to Pete Carroll. <laughs> Actually, but I do. Uh, but anyway, I, I just don't think they have the team uh, for it. And, and, you know, Kenneth Walker and the defense, and they just seem like they're hanging together. Um, it's not It's not a team that threatens it's not a team like the team that comes out of the, the nfc west is someone who's going to challenge you know i think for the super bowl i don't see the seattle seahawks challenging for a super bowl so i've got them in second place so uh, that's why i got the 49ers and, and to your point if a team was controlled by ai it's probably the 49ers but <laughs> brock purdy purdy is is a battery he's not he's interchangeable uh, he's coming off like so also coming off elbow surgery. Yeah, throwing Sam bad. Darnold. So, yeah, by week five they'll draft two more. You know they'll pick up everyone else. Any any other quarterback they'll just throw him in. It's like, can you do this? Can you do this? Are you willing to be broken in three games? Great. I'm You're in. just starting to believe that maybe uh, Kyle Shanahan is genuinely cursed, and this is just we're just living his uh, his nightmare scenario that he just has to keep failing or uh, getting quarterbacks injured for all of time. And you can never get a season out of them. Well, his nightmares are better than my hopes and dreams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I'm sure, all right yeah, with that. That's true. Uh, but, I mean, I just see the 49ers. I mean, look, the Bosa situation, I think, will be resolved. It's getting him. So it's getting that locker room, right? And it's to that point again. You need the locker room happy. All these guys are locker room batteries. So, um uh, I just see. I can't see I the think, San Francisco. I, I, they're the ones. They're the ones. It's like they're going to challenge the Eagles, pretty much. That's it. There's, there's two heavyweights in this division, and I don't, I don't see the Seahawks being it. Yeah. Well, well, that's why they play the. I said I think it's going to be even San Francisco has got top first game. You know, they got to play Pittsburgh and with Brock Purdy going against that defense, TJ Watt coming at him. I think it's going to be. Well, I'm, I'm very fast. I think that's going to be one of the best early games. So I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it because I want to see if what Purdy's done. Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe I'm wrong, and I could. Uh, I'm wrong all the time. But I just don't believe you go to Mister Relevant to Super Bowl champion that quickly, uh, and it's that easy. So 
I, I need to see Purdy overcome a bit of adversity first. So let's 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 see what he does week one against a real good defense. Yeah, I mean he just gets put into oh, the machine. So, sorry, guys. Yeah, no, no, he just gets put in the machine. Yeah. It's like um, you know, uh you know, the train, the ice train that's going through, you know, Chris Evans. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and the children in the engine. Yeah, that's what it is. They're just children yeah. in the engine. That's it. Um, I think it's it's replaceable. I think San Francisco has just got a team. They will, and what are they? Seven point favorites against the Steelers in Week One. Um, I know. I like. I like that bet. I like the Steelers. I could, yeah, take, we'll, we'll get I can see it. the Steelers picking out a little sneaky win there. I don't know about so, that. I could. We'll see. I, it's, it's a good rivalry game. I could see. I could see Pittsburgh covering it, but we'll, we'll get into that. We'll um, so that that's our predictions. We we've come up. Uh, Ryan and I both think the New Orleans are going to take over the South. Ryan, however, thinks Seattle is going to dominate the, the the West, and I think the 49ers will, of course, repeat it. That's it, folks. For this, uh, we do have a DraftKings league, NFL in London. We will be putting a link on this podcast uh, on the website. You can see it. Join it. We've also got some exciting um, uh, locations coming up for the London games. We'll be putting up those again shortly. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll have our week one picks in the next episode.